Hey, y'all, this is Brittany Nicole sending you straight toward another rockin' round with the David Bowers Awards. Bring your baggage, I'll put it with mine. Because you know it's packed tighter than a saddlebag on a long trail ride. Keep it locked right here because the best is yet to come. You are listening to the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much there, John Bon Jovial, on a show that's a little heavier than what we've been doing lately. Should be an interesting and fun show. Rolling out the music right now, we're going to introduce a band that was with us, oh gosh, way back in 2016, been a while. Another one, we got to check and see if we can get them to come back and visit us again. They call themselves the Heroic Enthusiasts. Here they are with their brand new release, Tears Run Rings.
it just doesn't seem like it's been seven years, but it has almost to the date. They were on October 9th of 2016. Just doesn't seem that long. The Heroic Enthusiast, that's a brand new release for them, just out this week, and it was called Tears Run Rings. A little bit of a hint of, of the moody blues there, wouldn't you say, John Bon Jovial? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I, to me, more or less, more than that, it, it channeled the uh, the late 80s, uh, that, that kind of vibe. And uh, it made me specifically think of a band called Aha. And uh, because they, the, the style of the vocal, they had a song uh, that was on MTV back when MTV would play music, strangely enough. That's how old I am. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel like the Lone Ranger, uh, but uh, they had a Aha had a song, and I can't think of the name of it. But it, it was this really crazy video that was half live action, half animation, and uh, stepping back and forth between the two. But the vocal qualities on that song remind me so much of this one that uh, hmm. uh, that the uh, heroic enthusiasts do. Yeah, it would yeah. be nice to get them back on, because I'd like to talk to them about that. Well, they have a new album coming out, I believe, in April. And talking with them, as soon as their agent or whoever is in charge of the dating, as soon as he gives them the okay, I know he wanted to, he wanted them to wait until it was closer to the release time, which I understand. As soon as they can release the music, I think we've got a good chance of having them come back on the show and sharing that new album with us. And according to all the responses we get, including the mail, our listeners love those album release specials, especially when we release them before they're released to the open market so they get a sneak peek of them. So, yeah, a good chance we'll be able to get the heroic enthusiasts back with us in the near future. What's the future hold for Mr. John Bon Jovial? Well, there's big doings here in Bon Jovial land in the southwest region of Florida, a.k.a. the swamp. We are making a big transition in our life. We are in the process of uh, selling the house, and we're going in the wrong direction. We're going north. We're going up to Michigan uh, to be closer to family. So and, you're, uh, uh, you're transitioning. Yes, yes, yes. You may refer to me as... As them now, them there's <laughs> that nuts. was my next question. How do you identify now? So you're going to be identifying as as what a Michigander? Yeah, sure. I'm going to be a Michigander now, and I'm going to go get me some Detroit pizza. <laughs> I'm oh, going to give well. up my Boston roots. It'll be interesting to hear about this transition and how you uh, how you settle when you get there. You've got an exciting. Well, few I'm kind of looking of forward to building my new studio, and uh, you know, hopefully, have some uh, improvements on at least the audio quality on on my end. I understand that. We want to take a moment to salute our friends up in Rochester, New York, who, uh, well, they perform the duties of running our flagship station, WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. You can find them online at rochesterfreeradio.com. Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble Show immediately follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio, followed by Armand Spins, and Armand Spins some eclectic rock. Armand is a bit of a local legend up there, also has a place called the House of Guitars, 
which in addition to a music store is a virtual music museum. If you're ever in Rochester, you got to go check it out just for the souvenirs and trophies that he has in that store. You won't be sorry you stopped by the House of Guitars. And we also want to uh, salute Saturday evenings, our buddy Jeff Moulton, who incidentally was one of the first radio fans I had when I started my first full-time gig at WTLB in Utica, New York. He is on the board of directors and also has a show called Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies Saturday Evenings on Rochester Free Radio at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And, of course, Brian Judah's Rock the Rock all Sunday afternoon from noon to 4. All that and more on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3. I want to take an extra second to salute the gang at Rochester Free Radio who are doing what we used to call a remote appearance where you go and you have a ball on location somewhere. They have a big thing going in Rochester, New York today. Oh, they've got a great big show. They've got live music. Brian Judah's band is playing there. They're kind of the Rochester Free Radio house band. We wish them all a wonderful time, a great show, and all the best to our listeners and friends in Rochester, New York. We're going to have some old friends coming back and joining us on the second half of the show. But right now, we have some new friends we hope you are going to like as much as we do. They go by the name of Rain of Fire. Here they are with Desert Caravan.
Feel the Fire Burning, that's Desert Caravan, by our first guest this week, Rain of Fire. And here to tell us all about it is Joe Boo. Joe, come on in here and say hello. Hello. Thank you for inviting us in. Oh, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure to, to meet some new artists to us. And uh, now, of course, you're part of our family, so we'll be, you know, we'll be tracking you like uh, like you wouldn't believe for the rest of your careers. But uh, welcome That's aboard. Now, you guys, uh, as I understand it, you all started in about the same area, I think Chicago, and then you gravitated correct. to where you currently are in Las Vegas, except for you who decided right. to stay down in the some little small town called Sarasota, Florida. What you doing <laughs> down there, Joe? Correct. I'm a, well, I'm a firefighter here, and oh. uh, the entirety of the band, we've all worked together in previous projects. Uh, the drummer and I grew up together, so we've known each other and played music together for over 40 years. The guitarist and I played together about 30 years ago, and through you know the interweaving of you know your music career, you end up coming back full circle and end up working with the guys that you really enjoyed working with in the past, so that brought us all together. That is amazing, and in a way, it kind of parallels... Uh, my co-host John Bon Jovial and myself and our relationship because we worked together in Tampa, Florida radio back in the 70s, wound up getting back in touch with each other and ultimately started talking about how great it would be to do radio again. And here right. we are doing what we love. And he's just down the road from you for for a little while. He's been in Naples for a little over 20 years, and now he is uh, going to be transitioning to the North Country. But John Bon Jovial, come on in here and say hello to Joe. Hey, Joe. It's really good to have you on the show with us, and, and welcome aboard. And Yeah, I'm just right down the road from you in Naples, um, but uh, as uh, David said, we are, for family reasons, we're going uh, back north. I'm originally from the Boston area, but we're going up to Michigan, where my wife's side of the family is. Uh, it's going to be very strange living in cold country again. We're going to the Kalamazoo area, so southwest Michigan. So uh, South Haven uh, on the lake is just a hop, skip, and a jump away. And if I want to, you know, eat more food than, you know, God ever intended us to eat, I can uh, <laughs> head down to Middlebury and and, uh, and and hit the Essen House. And, you know, there you so go. That I'm looking forward to. Somebody's been doing their homework. I can see that. He's uh, he's already got the food places scoped out. Speaking right. of scoping out, let's scope out this band, Rain of Fire. How long have you been together as Rain of Fire? About two and a half years. And uh, it is strictly a recording project since I'm in Florida and the guys are in the Nevada area, um, in the Vegas area. So what we do is we file share. So right. uh, the guitarist will send me a piece that, he, that he's worked on. Uh, I'll write lyrics and melodies to it, uh, send it to the other guys, and each each uh, musician ends up writing his own part. And uh, my drummer, uh, Pete Bartolome, he does all of the mixing and mastering. So over the course of time, we'll do several drafts of each song. And, you know, unfortunately for us, because we're not all in the same room, there, we, we don't have the kind of the uh, spontaneous collaborative uh, approach to what we're writing, but the uniqueness of it is that each individual's parts he places his own stamp on the song, so it's unclouded. Absolutely. Now, I was going to ask you about that spontaneity factor. Have you ever considered doing some live rehearsals or get-togethers online where you could, in fact, inject some spontaneity? And the guys have. The guys have done it. I haven't participated in it, uh, primarily because of the, the time difference between us. Uh, but mm -hmm. they've used Jam Kazam 
And so they've been able to, to get together online and, and work on music. Uh, the bass okay. player and the drummer live a little closer to one another. So uh, they'll get together and iron out rhythm sections. Uh, but the guitarist, ironically, has never been in the same room with the other guys in the band. And as Reign of Fire, none of us have been in the same room together. That's amazing. John, you had a question? Yeah, um, I want to circle back uh, to Desert Caravan here, Joe. And my observation of the song is, uh, David may or may not have told you, I never get to hear the music uh, prior to it going on our air. Uh, and okay. that way we can get kind of a gut reaction to it. And right. your music, you know, leans a little bit more toward, you know, the metal side of life. At least that's my impression. Right. And while I'm not that much of a metal head, uh, you know, I, I grew up with the, the 60s psychedelia. Uh, right. But the thing that I really like about it is that the production values are so rich and very lush with this. Well, and the harmonies are just, you know, to me, the harmonies are very non-metallic. <laughs> and, and, I mean, and I mean that in a good way. Because well, thank it, you. I'm, it, glad you it, I'm glad you noticed that. Because we're, the, we're actually trying to bridge the gap between kind of the hard rock, uh, heavy metal side and the more progressive rock side, which is you know more jazz oriented, kind of like you know, some of your 60s uh, influences like Yes, Pink Floyd, Kansas, even from the 70s. So we're trying to bring a progressive feel and approach, uh, a little more dynamic music and not quite the hard, edgy side of metal, but still keep it hard rock and relatively metal. And that's exactly the point that I wanted to make. Uh, it, it's almost like you took the words right out of out of my mouth. The the transitional style of this music, the way you are able to bridge two very blatant genres of rock and roll and do it well, because it's not it's not really easy to it's not really easy to do. One of the weirdest transitions, really, that I can think of. Uh, that worked very well would be, for example, uh, Disturbed when they did Sounds of Silence. And it was, all, while completely different from what you're doing here, I think the transition was just as successful there as it is here. Well, I appreciate the comparison. Thank you. John mentioned the, the harmonies that you weave into this. Some of those are really difficult harmonies. You know, I, I kind of sit here thinking back, now where the heck did they ever come up with the idea for that? I mean, it's... Well, thank you. It's creative, in addition Thank to being very difficult, much. and you do it very well, and uh, uh, I salute you for that. And you have released several tracks that are on this, but this is your debut album. So you've been together two and a half, going on three years. You've Correct. got several singles out already. Did you purposely wait to release your debut album? It was always part of the plan. Uh, when we originally got together, uh, Pete Bartolome and I were working with our previous band from Chicago, Strict Nine, and complications arose. We lost our keyboardist to cancer. Uh, the guitarist moved back to, to Greece, so he left the country. So Pete and I wanted to continue, and so I reached out to Rob Christman, the guitarist, and Pete had uh, Jim Davidge, our bass player, already kind of lined up to work on music with us. We were going to try and work on some Strict Nine music, and uh, Rob had suggested, hey, why don't I send you a piece of mine instead? So that became our first single, Reign of Fire. And Rob and I have always really kind of been on the same page in terms of writing approach and really putting a lot of thought behind the entirety of a project, not just a single song. So we wanted this to be a concept album. So the concept really begins with referencing the very first song. Reign of Fire is kind of about, it's a, it's a, a parallel between uh, dragons of old 
and modern warfare and the you know the devastating effect that they would have on mankind. And so our protagonist gets injured in war in the very first song. And over the course of the album, he is in and out of consciousness. He doesn't know if he's losing his mind or losing his life. And what he's experiencing over the course of the album is past lives. So each song is a past life. So Hangman, he's a gunslinger in the Wild West. Desert Caravan, he's in the Middle East, and he's trekking across the desert on a desert caravan. We won't disclose what the end result is going to be until the closing of the album. And we'll put vignettes in between the songs once the album is released to kind of explain some of the storyline. But this is really all designed to be built around a concept album. I definitely it's want a to very get, cool concept. It is. Thank I you. definitely want to get that finished product when it comes out. Now, I wish we had time to include the title track, but of course we don't. And the right. two tracks that we have selected were At Your Choice, Desert Caravan, and we'll be playing another one called Voices here in just a few minutes right. after we chat with you. We pretty much covered the genesis of the band where are you headed now, other than the fact that you still have this album to complete, and it sounds like you've got a uh, you've got a pretty good plan of how you're going to go about that. What's on the agenda after that? Well, we've got another song that we'll be releasing probably within the next month. Uh, we'd like to see if we can complete the album uh, by mid to late next year. Uh, and then we have another album and concept in line t- to follow up. So our sophomore album will be you know another concept. And uh, we've already kind of got it lined up. I'm looking forward to that, too. I hope we get a copy to to uh, share here. Maybe we get you to come back yeah, and, uh, and do another show, and we'll talk about that album, too. So something we'll to look forward to, to and keep a great, keep it on your notepad and uh, get in touch with me. We'll get you back on here. Maybe we do... Maybe we can do a, a complete album show and we'll play four or five tracks off the album and talk about it. That would be oh, that, that would be great. Before we let you go and before we talk about voices, one thing we concentrate on trying to do for all of our guests is giving you plenty of time to tell the folks how they can follow you, find you online, how they can get in touch with you, and of course, most importantly, how they can go about getting your music. You got it. So we've got a website. Uh, it's rof.rocks. R-O-C-K-S, uh, so you can find all of our information on the website. We're available on all of the streaming services, so Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Pandora, you name it, we're on all of them. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel, which is Reign of Fire Band. Uh, so if you just uh, the Ambersamp uh, Reign of Fire Band, you'll be able to find us on YouTube. We're on uh, Facebook, and uh, we're on X, uh, previously Twitter. So you can find us pretty much everywhere. And I want to take this opportunity to thank you for coming and sharing time as well as your music with us and telling us a little bit more about Ring of Fire. And for the listeners who didn't quite catch it, the website is R-O-F, as in Rain of Fire, R-O-F dot rocks. You can find them. That's a great place to start right there. And I love the, uh, I love the creative uh, web link there as well. Tell us now about this next song we're going to play after I thank you again for coming and sharing with us. Invite you to come back and remind you you're part of the family now, so keep in touch. We want to know what's going on with you. And if you happen to post it to our V. David Bowers Awards group's music page, and if you you post your music news there, 
You can post it directly there. You don't have to send us a press release. Post it up there. Okay. We'll pick it up there and share it with the other places where we post. That's great. Thank you, Jim. Great. And we'll look forward to next time. Joe, tell us about Voices. Voices was actually written by uh, Rob Christman uh, individually about 30 years ago. And he and I worked on it together 30 years ago. What is really, to me, is, uh, is moving about the piece is he wrote it when he was probably 18, 20 years old. So it really gives insight into the prodigy that Rob Christman is as a, as a guitarist. The guy's incredible. Um, so what we did was it was a piece that uh, uh, he and I both had loved 30 years ago. And we felt it definitely fit into the concept for the album. But what needed to happen was an update to the lyrics and melodies. So I rewrote the lyrics and melodies, maintained all of the integrity of the previous guitar track, and then Pete and Jim built around what we'd already had as a, as a guitar track. Uh, so Rob, you know, replayed and re-recorded everything, but it's note for note. It's what he'd had when he was 18, 20 years old. So we really kind of consider it to be one of our epic pieces. It sounds it, and you guys sound like a pretty epic bunch of guys. We're looking forward to a <laughs> lot more from you, and we're really looking forward to hearing from you. And as I said, watching what you do because that's one of the one of the biggest kicks we get here on the show is uh, watching our guests go on, grow up, and move on to bigger and better things. Thank you again, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, Rain of Fire. Here's voices.
And their guy wrote that at 18 years of age. Wow. What a sound. What a tune that is, John Bon Jovi. Hey, I tell you what, that's really good. Uh, I'm not, as I have uh, espoused before, a big fan of metal. Uh, I'm really not. But this is really good, and it has just the right amounts of uh, a good, solid rock and roll piece. Uh, it has a good, solid mixture of emotion and production values. Uh, I can understand what Joe is singing, whereas with so many metal bands, you know, it's like, I don't know how they can do that because they just shred their throat. Yeah, really. Uh, but this this has the quintessential um, ingredients that you're looking for, I guess, in a metal song, but also in a good rock and roll song. I can listen to that. I could be in the car late at night driving home, and, and I could listen to that and find myself turning the volume up because well, I'm interested in it. I think a large part of that is the fact that it is musical. It's not just noise. Yeah. It is very, very well musically constructed. And I salute the guys for that. They have got not only a sound, but they have got the chemistry to make it musical. And that makes all the they difference sure do. in the world. I really, sure really do. going to look forward to following them, hearing the rest of the album as soon as it's available, and also having them come back with their next projects. We've got a lot more music coming in another guest, the Reverend Cavaliers are going to be back with us, and we're going to be talking with them right after we listen to In the Air Tonight. Feel it coming 
Collins to the Reverend Cavaliers, and uh, to tell us about it, here's Mr. Rick Hammond, and uh, we're going to have you come on in here right now, Rick, and say hello to everyone. David, uh, we sure appreciate you guys having us back. Hey, we appreciate you coming back. We'd love to have you with us, and love to share your music and stories that go with it. How did you come up with the concept to take in the air tonight and create this version? Well, we uh, we record about five or six songs a year, and we like to do a cover each year. And I just kind of thought, you know, would it be a curveball that we had just finished, I think, the year before we had done a Frank Sinatra cover, and I thought, let's really go different again. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, you definitely did that, and uh, I, I don't know if uh, John Bon Jovial is going to share his personal thoughts. John Bon Jovial, you care to share your thinking with us? <laughs> Sure. Hey, Rick, welcome back to the show. It really is very, very cool to have you guys back with us. I love this rendition of In the Air Tonight. Um, I'm not really a huge Phil Collins fan, although there's some of his songs that he does, but this is such an ethereal take on the song, and I really like it. And while I'm listening to this, I had the weirdest thought, and I'm picturing singing in the style that you sang this in, none other than Billie Holiday. I could picture Billie Holiday using this arrangement uh, to sing this song. The jazz singer from back, from like the 20s? 
she was 20s, uh, 30s, 20s and 30s, yes. Yeah, she, I, well, she, she's the one that did Strange Fruit. Yeah, it's a great song. But, I, but I'm listening to this, and it's just, I had the, just the weirdest thought struck me, and I could hear Billie Holiday singing this in the style that you were doing it. And, oh, yeah, uh, I would love to hear that. You, know. <laughs> you, you and me both, brother. I would, too. But I just, I really think that, uh, you do a hell of a job on this. Uh, you, you really do. I mean, I'm not saying that Billie Holiday is better or worse. I'm just saying that's what I channeled while I was listening to it. But what caused me to channel it was the fact that you did such a good job of the vocals on this that it, it caused an inspiration. He wasn't under any strange external influences there either. It's, uh, <laughs> not today, right? <laughs> no, he's right. It is uh, a few years, but it is an amazing interpretation of it. And I said at the top of the show that we were going to be a little bit heavier than we have been recently here, and uh, you carried that on well. And again, it's another one that, while it is heavy, it is not, well, it's not obnoxious, it's not drive you away heavy it's musically heavy and very well done especially especially those strange and challenging harmonies that you included in there well that's my lovely wife she she knocks it out the park when it comes to harmonies i just let her have her way and uh everybody's happy at home <laughs> <laughs> happy wife happy life yes i've heard that before and i'm glad you explained that because that was where i was going with my next question about how you two work out the music that you're going to do, you know, who does the who does the scoring, who does the creative parts? How, how do you balance that? Well, it's you're uniquely you're right in the sense that <laughs> you'll you'll love the ending of this. But basically, I'm the guitarist, singer, arranger, producer, mixer, and she puts in her her vocal harmonies. But when it comes to lyric and melodic choices of stuff I'm doing, she has full veto power. So technically, it's you could call it an even Stephen kind of arrange, uh, deal with us. Well, it is kind of there. You get the uh, you get the freedom to uh, create whatever thoughts you uh, whatever thoughts you come up with, and she has the freedom to shoot it down. <laughs> but no, hey, exactly. right. and I and I take her advice every time, and it does make for a better product. I, I by grace of God, I thank God for her. Yes, but she's but she's got a great ear. Whatever it takes. If it works, don't knock it. And I salute you. You guys continue to do it. And uh, we're glad that you get to come back and share with us. Now, this is your fourth time on the show. And uh, so that makes you a uh, that makes you a semi-regular here. And uh, we're proud to have you with us. What has the band been doing since the last time you were on here? Well, we've been able to get back out and start playing here for the last maybe two years, year and a half, two years. That's been great. There's just local, regional stuff mainly. I'm here. We're, we're out of Middle Tennessee, so you know we got access to a lot of the country. But we've been basically staying regional. And like I say, we try to record about four or five, maybe six tracks a year, along with one of them being a cover each year, just for our, our own fun. And we just, you know, drop songs about every two or three months, and just really enjoying it. And you know, we got we actually released that song. I guess it's been maybe a little over a year ago. And to my pleasant surprise, I've had several DJs from the United Kingdom asking for copies and passing it around to their other friends. So I, I'm not, I wasn't the hugest Phil Collins fan either. So, 
You know, it's uh, uh, but I did kind of enjoy that song and enjoy that you know remix or uh, retake of it. Well, it is it is a it is a special song in that respect. It's a, it's a bit of a classic in its own right, and uh, that automatically invites others to do their own take on it. And you've done a very very original take. I'm not surprised that you're getting uh, contact from uh, from the British Isles and Europe because I've noticed over the years that they seem to be a little bit more receptive and they are really into American rock and roll. They, uh, we, well, you look at the number of past stars, stars who are past their prime that are still hot in England that, uh, that will go over there and perform to sell out crowds when the younger generation here in America hardly knows who they are. And, uh, well, look at uh, a great one that covered uh, what, three decades of the Everly Brothers. Uh, long after their peak here in the United States, they were going over there and still selling out in England. So uh, Europe and England has a totally different sight on on their music artists, and they don't let them go. We kind of we kind of become a throwaway society, and after their prime, they're they're passe, and we're on to the next new thing. Where uh, over there, they really respect and hang on to their successful artists and respect them for that because they show respect to the artist which is a, a great thing now you said you are doing you are doing some uh, traveling and from what you're saying you don't put any pressure on yourself five or six new cuts a year uh, some traveling mostly regional any plans to expand that well we're always open to it we're just kind of uh you know just we're it's just all going to happen organically i'm not we, we actually are looking at pulling in a booking agent, so that may actually move things to a to a broader level. So it's a great question, but I wanted to actually touch on one thing too. When you said talking about Europe and how they how they respect and revere artists even long time long after their prime, I, I've noticed that exactly too. Um, and it's funny you guys are talking about you're you're kind of pivoting between heavy metal and and hard rock. It's the melodic hard rock that most people can deal with. It's the Heavy metal where there's grizzly bear vocals and things like that where it's just too much. Yeah. Um, yes. But yeah. It's, yes. Yeah. And they have a lot of that. They still hold to that. Well, I call it the '80s melodic. Even that. The last band was it Rain of Fire. Incredible job. Yes. Um, yes. With what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of remind me of Queensrÿche too, which is a melodic, really a melodic hard rock band. It's not full on metal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Anyway, I agree sorry for the tangent. No, 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 no. We we love to have our guests express their feelings, and if it involves going into a tangent or a sidebar, no problem. We want to hear from you. We want to know what's going through your head and what makes you who you are, because you guys have got a great sound. And I know the bottom line with the listeners is they want to know great sounds, and they want to know how you come to do it. And uh, appreciate you sharing your innermost thoughts there. So other than the fact that you might be going on a little bit broader tour, and I will subtly, because I've never been accused of being subtle, I will subtly mention the fact that uh, I'm in the Tampa, Arizona area, and uh, John Bon Jovi is going to move up to Michigan. So if either of those areas ever hit on your uh, schedule, be sure and let us know. What else you got coming down in the near future? Um, we are working, just trying to pump out the last couple songs this year and, and finish out the last few show, shows probably 
I think we're going to take December off. But um, yeah, we're we're just excited about that. And you guys are actually going to the next song you're going to play is has not been released yet. It will actually go to rest of radio tonight. Um, I'll begin sending out. But this is basically going to be a debut with you guys. So we're kind of excited about it because it is a left left turn thing from something we usually do. I've never put a saxophone in 30 years of making music and anything I've done. <laughs> and it came out kind of fun with this saxophone. Fantastic. And I'm looking forward to that. We're running out of time. So why don't you give a quick shout to the people out there and tell them how they can find you online, how they can get in touch with you, and, of course, how they can get your music. That sounds good. We're at, uh, I'd send folks first to our, our band camp site, Reverend Cavaliers. It's got our almost 30-song catalog out there. Every, everywhere else you can find us. So it's all over the, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, you know, any any of the other things. And you check us out on Twitter and Facebook, too, which I love following you guys on Facebook as well. Well, fantastic. We love following you. Keep in touch now. You know you're part of our family. We want to hear from you and what you're doing, and we will pass it on to our listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, the Reverend Cavaliers, and here is their left turn new track, which just went out today. And uh, for those of you listeners, you know we record a few days ahead of time, so by the time you hear it, it should be on your favorite radio station. Give them a shout. Tell them you want to hear the Reverend Cavaliers and low-key and loving it. Now my ain't daddy work 
the Reverend Cavaliers, low key and loving it. And for those of you out there who are anxious to get a copy of this, we mentioned the fact that it was just released to the radio stations and it has now been released to the public. So you will be able to go online and get a copy of this record. And uh, hey, uh, really, really unusual sound for them. I, I can hear the incorporation of their music, but the presentation is a is a totally different thing, isn't it, John Bon Jovial? Hey, yeah, look, I want to listen to that again. Would you go over in the other room, get my roach out of the ashtray, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. That is such a, a, that is such a cool <laughs> this is such a cool approach to I, what I don't know. Is it rock and roll? Is it jazz? Is it something metal-ish? Uh psychedelic is heavy it, metal or hard rock? <laughs> is psychedelic whimsy? I I, I don't know, un, but I unusual. do know that I like it. Yeah, yeah, unusual, and I really don't unusual like it. Really and you'll be able to go ahead and go over there and get whatever you need right after you take us home, John Bon Jovial. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, hey, folks, you've done it again, and we are so grateful that you've spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards each and every week. It's really a very cool thing that you do that. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world for the time being, from our studios in Naples, Florida, and also from our studios in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, you can find us available for free on most of the major streaming services. You can also support the David Bowers Awards by clicking the Support This Podcast link on our Spotify podcast page. And if you would do that, well, that'd be pretty cool. We'd appreciate it. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday on WRFC FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, a.k.a. Rochester Free Radio at noon Eastern on Saturday. And if you're out of their range, you can also find them at rochesterfreeradio.com on the interwebs. And then the next day on Sunday, Blog Talk Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week for The David Bowers, Frank Sinatra's Ghost, and all of our crew of rejects here at the Radio Ranch, this is John Von Jovial saying, I'm legendary, and you're not. But that's okay. I've learned to live with it. We'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.